Hello and welcome to today's Fenon Chat Hour. I'm producer Dave and I'm joined with Amanda Carlin. Hello producer Dave. Right, this is a slightly different, this is a, it's almost like a, an extra version of uh, the, the podcast. It's today's Good Friday and we are pre-recording this because we want a break as well. So we're just doing a short one. So what we're going to do is a little bit of what we normally do and then we're going to play an interview that we did with Andrew Callahan and then show a video that he did with his daughter uh, Maddie talking about uh, cooking and fire fire lighting and, and doing survival in your own garden and set in your own house and this came about from an interview a question that came up with uh, Doris uh, a few episodes ago about what would, when she said that her oven had stopped working and what would she recommend for things to do so Andrew has taken this upon himself to uh, come up with a little video and, and answer those questions. So that's what we'll do for the rest of the show. So we'll just go through um, some notices that we may have for prior to this weekend being Easter weekend. Have you got anything for us, Amanda? Um, yes, uh, we have got online streaming later on today, an hour at the cross. Um, that's from two o'clock. Good Friday um, from the Church of England so if you go onto the Church of England's Facebook page you'll be able to get a live stream if you want to join in with that and again Easter okay. Sunday there will be a live stream as well um, if you go to the Church of England's website um, you can go to a church near you and put in your postcode and all the local churches that are doing live streams um, will come up and you can log into those as well oh excellent that's good mm. and don't forget your hot cross buns definitely not definitely have all your hot cross <laughs> buns and easter eggs loads of easter eggs <laughs> as long as as long as you can get hold of them because obviously they're, they're still uh, uh, not essential <laughs> no. <laughs> no so i do hope that everyone has managed to get hold of some easter eggs or something um eastery for this weekend yes I do too. Okay. Anything else? Is that any other news? Um, no. No. Well, there's no no other news from me. Um, but we'll just do an announcement to uh, Wednesday's competition. Yes. So that the people aren't left hanging over the weekend, and the the answer was um, a leg. Oh, low leg. lovely. And he's in a BB-8 costume from the Star Wars series, um, series episodes seven, eight, and nine, whichever one you want to be. If you, um, so yeah, that's that's who it is. Uh, so we'll do another set of another competitions next week. Yes, yes, we should have um, some drawings made of your couple of toys. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I put the pictures up on on the uh, the website, then people can see them, and then they, and then they can draw draw uh, characters from them. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a brilliant idea. So that's it for us. It's uh, a bit of a short one today, and we will be back on Monday with a a slightly shorter version. But we will be back for a show on Monday. Uh, have a good Easter. 
have a good weekend enjoy your time don't do too many DIYing and suffer from DIY related injuries be sensible be safe stay at home keep washing those hands uh, keep looking out for your neighbours and keep everyone safe yes and looking forward to seeing Maddie and Dandra in action yes they're, they're all friends of ours so we'll be interested to see what they've got to say yes so that is for us. We'll now hand over to Andrew. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. My name's Andrew Callahan, and I'm the director of Echo Company UK CIC, uh, based out of Wisbeach. Okay, um, I'm uh, ex-Army. I served 26 years. Since coming out, I've been a self-employed domestic energy assessor. I set up Fenland Bushcraft about six, seven years ago, and earlier this year we set up the UK as a community interest company. Uh, ECHO is Education, Community and Heritage Outdoors, and we encourage, as the name would suggest, doing education outdoors, um, but curriculum-based subjects, heritage activities outdoors, um, archaeology, field walking, um, historical events, activities, and community projects so we'll try and do loads of different community projects outdoors uh, i'm a dad a granddad and i work closely with my daughter maddie with uh, echo company on the bushcraft side as well and maddie's the one that you see hosting co-hosting your video yeah Matt, maddie's the one that co-hosts the videos um and she's also the uh, the current rising star on the uh, the bushcraft lab videos that we do in conjunction with yourself dmj imagery limited uh, us and bushcraft lab yeah she's got quite a quite a star isn't she with her own little videoettes yeah she's um i mean as you know we we tend to we always say that we're going to script them then we don't there and turn up and do the bits and pieces um and then in particular when we did the archery one or the, the the crossbow one she annoyed everybody by getting in the bull first <laughs> and then shooting the watermelon first so uh no she's um she's really played she's doing really well with those and her, her skill level is you know is on a par with with any other sort of outdoor skills instructor or bushcraft instructor because uh, she's been dragged along with me for so long but the, the, like we were just saying, the, the latest video that she's done is um, is really doing quite well. Yeah, she's certainly quite an asset to the team. Oh, absolutely. And uh, her, I mean, her background is media and journalism, and she's just finishing her degree in history and archaeology. So that fits in nicely with all the bits and pieces that I can't do. Yeah. She does really well. Yeah, it certainly does. Uh, and I can certainly see her having a spin-off series herself. We we keep trying and we keep I'm in an hour and saying we're going to do a Mads and Dads video yeah um, of different bits and pieces and I think what we might try and do is while we're on this sort of lockdown thing we we may well do a couple of uh, videos where we can show curriculum educational subjects but as an outdoor activity so you know just to give people ideas of different things that they can try so whether you've got a garden or not you can still try something a bit different yeah uh, rather than your your normal maths english science art geography books get outside and try something we'll give you a few hints and tips about that and, you know we'll we'll let you know if, 
if and when we get round to that. Yeah, it's always good to have some kind of practical application. It's all very good learning it from books, but actually getting the chance to go out there and do it is, is a different thing. Well, exactly. I mean, one of the, the, the things that, you know, at the moment where everybody's encouraged to take an hour's exercise, um, you can almost log that in with an education or a fun activity with the kids. Get out an ordnance survey map of where you are. Have a look, get the kids to work out which of the footpaths are, where are footpaths, where are byways, learn the symbols, plan out a little route around it, you know, and so they're learning, and that's something they'll be learning uh, each stage two in school is geography and grid references, and yeah. so if they can do that while they're at home, and it's a fun activity as well, and you can have your hours activity, you know, exercise, just make sure you're doing it from your door, and, you know, not driving down to Thetford Forest to go and have a, a wander around there. Yeah. It's a bit local. It is, and it is something that we have to all have to take seriously as well. Yeah, absolutely. But like I said, there's, I mean, I, I've done it on my own. You, you know, when we do things, we use paper maps, we use digital maps, I use uh, ordnance survey maps on the computer. But there's, it doesn't matter which way around you do it, you still have to learn the basics of a map and a compass and how yeah. it works. And I found loads of, you know, different routes from my house. I found a footpath that I've been here nearly 13 years and we didn't know existed. Yeah. Um, and then saw it on, on the map and went up to have a look and lo and behold, there it is. And it meant that I could go on a bike ride or a walk um, without going up a, a notoriously hard road to walk along. Yeah. I could skirt the whole road because of this, I think it's about a 150, 200 metre footpath, yeah. which just linked the end of one road to go across, you know, to this other one, so I didn't have to go up and down the road all the time. So finding bits like that in your own area is a, a simple thing to do. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the, the video then, the, the um, Mads and Dad's video. This one's all about fire and cooking. Yeah, well, we saw on our stories what she should do if a um, if a oven broke and we said we could try cooking on an open fire now obviously for us that's quite easy because we've got all the bits and pieces that you would possibly need to get a fire going outdoors from friction fire light into chemicals to you know ordinary matches and lighters and and everything that you want to use um, including rubbing two sticks together with the friction but not everybody has that so we decided if you were going to go out on your essential shopping trip stop at the petrol station or one of the main shops and you'll see there's a bag of logs for sale yeah buy a bag of logs take it home and have a fire at home uh, an open fire but again you're not always going to have we use um, the fixed blade knives that we use from moira not everybody's going to have one of those so i borrowed a kitchen knife from um, Mrs. C and we went outside just an ordinary knife sharpener bag of logs um, some cotton wool balls and a bit of Vaseline and we decided we'd try and get a fire going using just those things so we processed the big logs down using the kitchen knife um, and then we used the Vaseline and the cotton wool to, as a we use the Vaseline as an accelerant, so it burns slower once it's mixed with the cotton wool, which gives the wood a better chance to catch fire. So we thought we'd have a go at doing that, and the video really is at 
it's us experimenting. Same thing again, we didn't practice before. We went out and thought, we'll see if it works. If it works, we'll do it. So we did it. Um, and then because it worked and we hadn't prepped, we didn't have any sausages to cook or anything like that. So we'd, we had previously knocked up our popcorn cooker. Mm -hmm. So we did some popcorn um, and marshmallows, as you do. Yep, essentials. Yeah, well, when we, normally when we do marshmallows on any of our workshops, I'm more interested in making sure that some of the younger people don't put flaming balls of marshmallow, you know, in their hair or in their face or something like that. So um, I tend not to get one. I'm normally the sort of the running around trying to put flaming balls of flying marshmallow out. So it was my opportunity to have one this time. So uh, I took the chance there, but it worked really well. And the idea is that we put things out on these videos for people to go and try themselves, you know. Everybody needs to be aware of, you know, the safety circumstances surrounding fires and knives, etc. But a bit of common sense means you can have a, you know, you can do some good fun outside. Yeah. Um, we we were quite lucky. We had the fire. We, we have a fire pit outside. Um, it's one that we can take around when we're visiting schools. So it's got folding legs and that. But if you wanted to do it in the garden, there's no reason you can't dig yourself a patch of turf out um, and just have the fire in a bare piece of soil and when you've finished put the turf back over the top yeah um you know there's there's loads of different things you can do uh but it's it's always good fun and, and you know kids and adults love an open fire it's good for you mentally mentally it's good to watch an open fire um it's known to reduce blood pressure and stress uh, there's been various studies about it and you know you know when we're out and about we, we joked about it. it is it is countryside tv it is yeah you can sit down and just quite happily sit there with a coffee and an open fire and uh, you can just quite happily float away yeah and obviously we must make people aware just to not leave fires unattended and that they, they, no, they do have exactly. some kind of fire extinguisher on the hand just in case or yeah it's always good to, i mean if you're in a garden you've got a garden hose anyway have that near you um or you know if you're outside but if you have it on the ground leave it open and let it burn itself out then put plenty of water on if you've got it on the ground put a couple of holes down where you've had the fire and then once you've done that pour some extra water in so it goes into the holes because heat obviously goes down as well as up yeah when it's on the ground um and certainly around here it's got uh, can be quite peaty um if you've got lots of trees in the back garden there's going to be lots of um, uh, debris from tree leaves leaf litter that sort of thing so you've got to make sure the area is clear let it cool down properly and then give it a really good soaking when before you you know before you leave it yeah in the the video you talk about accelerants uh, obviously we just want to sort of clarify that we're not talking about petrols or anything like that. we're actually talking about no, some kind of no. solid fuel or yeah, always go for um, a gel or a solid fuel accelerant if you're going to use it. Um, we use petroleum jelly, in, uh, you know, we'll use the brand name of Vaseline because everybody recognises that. But it's just basically petroleum jelly. Um, in, in the climate at the moment, you can use an alcoholic hand cleanser, but I don't think anybody's going to be burning that at the moment. Um, but it's it's a great way of doing it and all it does it extends the burn of the cotton wool ball 
Uh, and it's you can't use too much of that. Whereas if you've got a liquid accelerant, then you can be uh, you can be seen to use too much of that. You don't need yeah. The best the best thing is don't use a liquid accelerant. Yeah. You know that's the easiest way to do it. Only use a gel um, gel or jelly type accelerant when you're doing that. If you're buying wood from the the shop and you process it down, you know, to a good size. You most probably won't even need it. Exactly. As long as it's dry, then it should burn quite happily. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we only use it. To be honest, we use it normally if the wood is slightly damp or is. Um, then it, you get that longer burn, which yeah. gives the, the dampness a chance to come up, you know, get away. Um, but yeah, it's only ever gel if needed. But realistically, if you've got a bag of logs, cardboard, screwed up newspaper, um, and you should be able to get your fire going quite easily. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's the the end of our our interview, our chat. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for your time, and right. appreciate you for joining. Uh, thank you very much, Andrew Callahan. Thank you. And um, what we'll do is we'll do um, we'll let you know when we're going to do a um, some educational videos. Yeah. Hi, this is Andrew Maddy from Echo Company. We're doing a little video today for Fenland Chat Hour and Ask Doris. Now. Doris asked what she could do if her oven was broken and we put on that you could cook outside. Now, obviously not everybody has the same sort of equipment we have from our outdoor education program. So we decided we'd try and show you what you can do with everyday items that you've got in your house rather than the sort of knives that we use. Uh, this is a Moira knife and we get these from Bushcraft Lab. And what we've decided to do is, as long as you promise not to tell Mrs. C, this is a kitchen knife that we've got, and just an ordinary kitchen knife sharpener. And when we went out on one of our essential shopping trips, we purchased a bag of logs from the garage while we were getting some petrol, just ordinary logs. And what we've done is a little video to show you how we would process the wood. Firstly, with the Moira knife, then with the kitchen knife. We've made some feather sticks with the Moira knife. We tried it with the kitchen knife, but that doesn't work quite as well. So we've processed the wood down a little bit smaller. And then what we're gonna do is show you how we would do that. And Maddie's gonna give you a quick demonstration on one of the items that we use to get the fire going. Over to you. Okay, so in regards uh, to fire lighting, we followed the same sort of format um, using items that you can find at your home to light the fire. So we start off with some cotton balls. That aren't cotton balls. Which I'll give to you. And then pop that down there. And then just some petroleum jelly, aka Vaseline. You can also use lip balm as well. Oh, there we go. <laughs> And it literally is just Vaseline, and, and if, I'll give that to you as well. If you have a look there, that, that's why they're not cotton balls, because they're actually cotton rolls. So if you unroll it, and then stick it in the Vaseline, and then roll it back up. And Maddie's going to show you in a minute what you do with that. It's like a California sushi roll. 
So what we usually use is a fur rod, and if you have one of these, fantastic. If you don't, no bother. Because you can also use a lighter with this as well. Checking that works. Again, it's something you can find in your everyday house. So like your candles or whatever else. But you can also use, I'm gonna block the name of the newspaper. But you can also use scrumped up bits of newspaper, which is again, something you find in your house. Or even bits of cardboard. I should probably cover the name of that one as well. It's quite big. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to make some of these. Maddie's just going to quickly show you that this is some of the wood that was processed down here. So, when you're using a kitchen knife as opposed to the Moira knife or any other sort of outdoor knife that you can use, you have to sort of process the wood just a little bit smaller so they're very, very thin and they'll catch fire a lot easier as opposed to using a feather stick like this one. Can you give me one of the big bits down there? And the lighter. So when you get a bag of logs, something like that, you're going to spend an awful long time trying to light that from a lighter, as you can see. But if you use either a feather stick or some of the shavings, you can actually so you can get your fire started like that. But we won't do it yet. So Maddie's going to take the grill out of that. This is our fire pit. We've put it on some slabs so that we don't spoil the grass underneath because even though it's raised from the grass, it's still going to leave a burn mark on the grass which I can attest to. And we're gonna put some of our cotton wool balls into the base. Maddie's gonna do sort of a hashtag pattern over the cotton wool balls, and then she's gonna light that, and you'll see then how that can get going. I'll just use the lighter for this one. Cool. So with using petroleum jelly, it actually lasts longer while you're burning it, so you have a lot more time to build up your fire. As well with the feather stick, although you don't need it. It also helps to build up that fire, and a hashtag helps to keep the fire stable, as opposed to just chucking a bunch of sticks on and hoping for the best. And once you've got your base and that is set on fire, you can then start to add on slightly bigger bits like these ones. And then eventually you can just start putting on the bigger and bigger ones and then use your bag logs without having to process them all.
after all Maddie's doing that and the fire's going, it's been a shame to waste it. So we're gonna make ourselves a cup of coffee. the top tip. Fire is hot. Don't touch it with your hands. Try and use some sticks or something else because it hurts. That's it from us. We'll speak to you again later. Mm -hmm.